Like this is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Dudes Who Bet Sports on a very important show today as we're going to talk about some subjects that I, I think we kind of thought could happen, but it was still kind of a shock uh, that it did. So what we're going to do on the show today, kind of going to go over the coaching vacancies, one huge one in college football, and then there's eight-ish in the NFL right now. Uh, we'll, we'll go over those as well, but uh, and then we'll do, obviously, the picks for the, the big wild card weekend in the NFL, but... Papa, dude, I think we have to start with this. This is the lead story here. Yesterday afternoon, about 4 o'clock our time, Nick Saban announces he is retiring. Um, you called it a week ago. You said this was going to happen, and it did. Just overall thoughts on the situation at Alabama now. Well, yeah, I wasn't terribly surprised. And I just read some stuff that, he has said uh, he hasn't had a press conference or any, anything, but he has come out and made a couple of statements. And basically it, it has to do with his age and nearing his age as I am. I know exactly what he's saying. Yeah. He just doesn't think he has the energy to do it the way right. you have to do it. And I know exactly what he's saying. You know, you don't realize how many hours a day they put in. And it's not with the weekends off. It's an mm-hmm. everyday grind. Mm-hmm. You may get a month off in the summer, but you're really never off. And you just go, 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 go. And everybody says, well, how can you sit around and coach all day long? And it's not just that. You're on the phone calling recruits. You're, you're, you're handling interviews. It's constant football. Yeah. That's yeah. all you do. And even at a lesser level, high school-wise, which was much lesser than what he has to do, and basketball, you don't have as many players as he has to worry about. It's just you don't under, you just don't realize how much time you spend at doing it. I mean, I would I would teach all day. We'd have practice. I'd get home at six o'clock. I'd eat something, and then boom, I'm on the computer watching film yeah. of our next opponent. Yep. And it was, like I say, a much lesser deal. I didn't have the pressure that he did. Mm-hmm. And it's it, he just doesn't he, – he plainly says, I just don't have the energy to do it anymore. Do you think a lot of – go ahead. Do you think a lot of it has to do with also I'm a little bit older. I don't have the energy. There's a lot of younger coaches out there right now. And I think a coach's job is even harder now with NIL. Oh, and with, with the transfer portal. Yeah, and, and I think you just sit down after a while and you go, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I just yeah. don't, and that's what he said. He said, I can't 100% commit to it like you have to do. And that's what a lot of these guys end up when they finally retire. They, they just look themselves in the mirror and say, hey, I, I really don't want to do this today. I just yep. don't. And you got to love it or you can't continue it day after day. And I think he finally just said, I've had enough. The NIL, you can't. He he said, "I want to make it clear that didn't have anything to do with it." I don't believe that. I think that added fuel to the fire. That hey, God, am I, do I really want to keep messing with this? Yeah. Because well, what happened? Go ahead. 
I think that with the NIL, maybe you're for it, maybe you're against it. I, I think the main thing that NIL and the transfer portal has done, you mentioned it, it, it is now a 365 days a year you have to be working, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the past, you have your season, you get you wrap up your recruiting season. You have a little time then. You got a t- little time to breathe until the spring. And then you have the spring and then you've got a little time. I'm not saying it's wide open. You still have responsibilities, but you got a little time to breathe and then you you start into your season again. Yeah. Recruiting is is every single day and it's not just concentrated towards high school or junior college athletes. It is you got to be everywhere. I get it. That has got to oh. be a taxing, taxing. Oh, situation. and then you add the pressure, the yeah. pressure that comes with a job like Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, he's just under intense pressure constantly. Yeah. He can't be his own self. Uh, you know, he's he, people are wanting to interview him. He's, you know, he he has to honor a lot of that stuff. He doesn't really want to do it, but he has to. Yeah. I think he's mellowed a lot in the mm-hmm. last four or five years. And I know I've gained a ton of respect for him, a tremendous coaching job for sure. The other thing about the NIL and the portal, when you coach, you got to have total control. You got to have, I mean, it's just the way it is. And you got to have total control over your team, over everything. And nowadays, trying to get these kids to conform with what your your demands are, is tough. tough. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you don't have that in it. I mean, it's a truth, but it's kind of a weird way to put it. I don't want it to sound like this, but you don't have control. You don't have control over that. You don't, you can't, they have all the power. Right. Used to you work and work and work and you sign a kid and you get him and you got him for three years. Unless got him. Unless he wants to go through a lot of stuff that's a pain in the ass, basically. When he had when he transferred before, you set out a year. Yeah. Kids don't yeah. want to do that. They, want to, they don't want to sit out a year. You got to go to a different program where you can't play for a year. Now you don't like what's going on. You just gone. toss it and you're gone. You worked mm-hmm. all that time to recruit that kid. And he doesn't he comes in there and he doesn't get to play enough. And in some cases, these kids play as freshmen and they leave. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you lost a fantastic lineman that they had all the, oh, they were just raving about him. And he decided he, he was going to go, um, he was going to leave. And he did. And, and, and so that stuff happens. To my point right there, that's a good one. Caden Green, yeah. offensive lineman at OU, played yeah. as a true freshman a lot, yeah. like became their best offensive lineman. Yeah. All kinds of plans to build around him. Missouri gives him a bag of money and he's gone. Well, yeah. And, 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 and then all of a sudden, to my point, yeah. you think you got a kid locked down, and then all of a sudden you're out and and, and OU's trying yeah. to get offensive linemen in the portal right now. And the kid's from Missouri, so yeah. he might have wanted to go home back home, you know. Maybe, the, but... the OU office offensive line coach is very demanding. He may have I'm this is just speculation. I don't know this, but yeah, he may not have he may have clashed with him personality wise, and now boom, you got the portal, you can just leave. Gone. Yeah. No Who wants yeah. to put up with that as a coach? Well, Didn't I think I the, the the answer to that question is the younger guys. Yeah. No, because that's what they know now. They don't know any different. Right. The, the look who's struggling right now. Yeah. Right. I mean, Nick Saban yeah, certainly was not struggling on the football no. field, but 
mentally, we're going to say he was struggling. No, no doubt. Da- he Dabble Sweeney. Dabble Sweeney can't adjust. Look no. and look what's happened. I mean, the the old school coaches, probably a Bob Soups if he was still in it. He got out before, but they're not going to like this. And the Dan Lannings of the world and the Lincoln Rileys, really, of the world, they 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 will play this game. They, they're in it. They're used to it, you know? Yeah, I mean, you talk a guy like Dabo. His whole program is based on joining into the culture. Yep. Becoming part of the culture of Clemson, which means you buy into what's going on. You become yep. a, a bigger thing. You become a big part of the team. Yeah. And you, and you buy into the university, you buy into what they're doing, and you can't do that anymore. You can't. You just cannot satisfy everybody. Then you add in this NIL, and one thing Saban has said, I've heard him say it, is this needs to be equal everywhere, which yeah. it does. Mm-hmm. But it's never going to happen. And as we mentioned, off, we were talking off the air after the Daily Show today, I would love to see the NCAA, the powers to be, whoever that is, form some sort of a commission to get this thing under control and he be in charge of it. I would love that. But like you said, he probably doesn't want to mess with that. You get guys like him, Bob Stoops, some of these older retired coaches that could be on that. And because they don't want to do away with the NIL. No, they want to make it to where it's feasible. They want to make it to where it's equal for everybody which yeah. it needs to be. And then you wouldn't have all this jumping all over the place. Not right. as much, not as much. Well, I think, I, I think, you know, Dennis texted me privately uh, about a couple things on this, but one thing he said, is he's like, I, I speculate that Alabama's advantage isn't as what it once was because of NIL and probably, probably right about that. And I, I think that same is going to go for all those kind of power schools that, yeah. It's uh, it's going to come down to money in a lot of places, and there's places that have money that you wouldn't really think of. Um, that are yeah, kind of I mean, Missouri is one of them. I, Missouri is one of them. Yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. I, I don't either, but they've got they it, and they're getting guys. And you, you Ole don't Miss. play Missouri. They're playing the game. That's what the game is, and they're using it to their advantage. I don't well, play Missouri at all. Look at the age of their coach. They don't. They've got you know, and that listen. My biggest concern after year one at OU is our coach is way too old for this current climate. He's not an old man, but he's old for this climate. Mm-hmm. And you've seen the change. He did. He was able last to- year. He used the portal this year. He's all over the portal. So give him credit. He has changed how he approached things and it, and it worked. Year two was much better than year one. Yeah. And the and, last and you hope now year three is better than year two. We'll see what happens there. But no matter what happens, you give him credit. He was on the Dabo approach, and yeah. he saw, "Oh shit, we can't do that." Yeah. And he changed he from Dabo. Yes, exactly. But he also learned from the current situation. But yeah, you have to play the game, or you're done. And I don't care who you who you are. Yeah, the last you, time I looked, you will die if you do not play the game. Yeah. Last yeah. time I looked, we've signed twelve guys in the portal. And he's he the first year he was there, he's like, "We're not doing that at all." And they went six and seven. So. Yeah. It's, it's it is game. what it is. Now, you who, either play it or you don't. Yeah. So the next part of this, mm-hmm. okay, Saban's gone from Alabama. That's probably the best job in college football. At least one of the top five is is yeah. open. Came out. Uh, Dan Lanning was a huge rumor. He was going to go there. He is now out of the running. He just came out and said, "There's no, we're not leaving." He's told this team, "We're not leaving." I've heard that before, but anyway, I've heard it before, but I've never seen a 
yeah, uh, uh, somebody posted on social media that he just socked the team said, hey, I'm not going anywhere. This is crazy. And then leave. So, but we'll see who's going to go to Alabama. That's well, I composed question. a list of 10. Okay. And a couple of them are ridiculous, mm-hmm. but in, in these, this age, who knows what would happen? Of course, he's one of them. So now we're down to nine. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if I was Dan Lanning and we said this on after, off the air, this is not a job you absolutely want. Mm-hmm. Because if you look down through the years, the guy that comes in after the legend doesn't succeed very often. Right. They don't. It's the next guy that comes in. Right. Because Dan Lanning has got a super job where he's paid very well and he can yeah. compete and he's getting ready to go into the Big Ten. And why leave that to take this job? Because here's the deal. You take this job. What are you going to be compared to? You're going to be compared to what Nick Saban did, which nobody has ever done. Right. And you're going to go in there and make a bunch of changes. You're going to say, say your style's a little bit different than him and you don't like kind of the way he did, did things. You're going to come in there and change that. What, what are those players going to think that have been in there in that program? They're going to yep. go, what the hell's this guy doing? Yep. You know? So tough job. It in this before you get to your list, will will yep. Saban kind of be involved in the hiring process? That'll he be says interesting. He is. Okay. That's interesting. He said that. He said, I'm here to do anything I can to help Alabama. Now that's so not exactly saying he's going to be involved, but it kind of does. To that point, a lot of times in these situations, an assistant coach is hired. Yeah. They've had some great ones. They're mm-hmm. not there anymore. So that's, right. that's, I don't think they have it. Like, for example, I know we don't really like Sark, but if Sark is there, mm-hmm. they, they could hand it off to him. If Lane Kiffin was still there, you could hand it off to him. Yeah. They don't have that kind of guy. So no. that's interesting. So, okay. Dan okay, Lanning was the favorite, uh, yeah. uh, according to the odds. He was yeah. plus 200 to take yeah, the job. I had him at the top. So he's out. Who else do you think? Well, the, And I'll the, read off the odds after you read off the Well, name. the first one's ridiculous, uh, but he's been mentioned, and that's Stoops. But he, Stoops is not going to He's not him. on the list. No. Number, number one, he's not stupid enough to follow Saban. Well, and number two, you and I know he's very happy. He's not, he's not even, that shouldn't even be on. The I have heard that. Oh, everybody always says it. It's never yeah. happened. So I couldn't think of anybody else. So I put him at 10. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I've also heard Mike Norvell at Florida state. Is he on the list? Mike Norvell is currently 18 to one, but this is a dated list now because Dan Lanning's okay. still on this list. So he'd probably be around the 15 to one mark. Now I, I did not have time to look. Was he an assistant there at one time? I, I think don't know he, that was. he ever was there. I know he was at Memphis. I'm not sure he, on that. I, think I he went to Memphis from Alabama, but I'm not positive on that. I'm not I, sure on that either. I'm going to look that up as you go. I, I, uh, no, he no, has not I, been. Oh, he's Alabama. not part of the Alabama tree. No, no, okay. no, he is not. But I think they would look at him mm-hmm. as a candidate for the job he's done. I, I really think he is a really good coach. I don't know if I was him, would I leave Florida state in the, where he's got him now in the ACC and go to this? No way. I would would leave if I was him, but okay. Who's next? 
I don't think I, – I'll be honest. I will be shocked if they hire him. Yeah, I, I've got him number nine. Okay, who's eight? I just put a current assistant down as a yeah. possibility. I don't really know if there's anyone that they think that highly of. I, I mean, think it have to be somebody that's a home run, you know. I think a current assistant is a there's a chance of it. I I I think that's who's a it? better chance than Mike Norvell. So who's Probably. seven? That's why I got him eighth. Yeah, okay, I, I got him eighth. It's just you know, it's like it would have to be when when Stoops left OU. We all knew who the next coach was going to be. Lincoln yes. Riley was the golden child. You know, he had the it, name. His offenses were fantastic. And therein lies the problem. They don't have that right now. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I don't think there's somebody on that staff right now that's got that. But right. I don't know that because I'm, I I haven't been around that staff much. Uh, this one probably should be below the others, but Jimbo Fisher comes to mind because he's been a Saban disciple. He would probably be uh, on the list if he hadn't just got fired. There's no way he's yeah. he's. No, they're not. Gonna, they can't take that PR. Yeah. Yeah. Another guy that's always out there that's ridiculous is Urban Meyer. Alabama is not going to hire a guy with that kind of reputation. Urban Meyer is ten to one on this Are list right now. Me? which means he'll probably be about eight to one now that Dan Landing's off of it. That I, an eye, I, I don't think that's nuts, but I don't think it's going to happen. I'll be shocked if they are him. I wouldn't be shocked. I would be wouldn't, surprised. I would. Yeah. Now I think he would take it. I don't, if he wants to coach. Yeah. If he wants to coach again. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He works. He gonna, the only thing is again, these guys like him stoops that have been around, they know they. Uh, we better stay away from that. I don't know his situation as far as like, I know Bob soup's situation. He's not taking yeah. a job, but I don't know about urban. I don't know, no. but I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't either. Uh, I've heard Dabo mentioned. Is that who you have at number five? Yep. Okay. Dabo currently five to one. So more like three to one after Dan Lanning leaves, he's the oh. second choice on the board. Yeah. So he, he coached there, right? Yeah. I would think he, I think he's got to think about it, but I also think Alabama's got to think about. Yeah, I wouldn't hire him. Go, who's next? I think his star has lost some of its glitter. I wouldn't hire him under the current climate of college football. No, you're going to be surprised with this one. Okay, I've not heard this mentioned. Kirby Smart. He's not on the list. I. It makes a ton of sense. He would fall under what you kind of said, like the golden child, because yep. he was there. And he, if he was there still, he could, he would take it over. I don't think he'll leave Georgia. That's who I would talk to first. I would a thousand percent talk to him first. And yep. then that would open up a Georgia job. It would be, this just would be nuts. If Alabama <laughs> and Georgia what come well, open. Be, what might happen is if Kirby took the Alabama job. Okay. Now, People could argue his job's better than Alabama at this this time, but can they keep that up? History says no. Let's say he took it, then one of these other guys on the list would probably get the Georgia job. <laughs> but all of a sudden, Dan Lanning say it in Oregon becomes iffy because oh, he was at Georgia. Be, would that not be fascinating? <laughs> I I don't think that's a domino that's going to fall. I don't think it's absolutely impossible, but I don't I don't see it. I don't see I it. Don't think Kirby has the guts to do it. 
I don't think it would be the smartest thing for him to do. I guarantee you. He's got that going so well. He does. Could Alabama beat him? I know. I guarantee you they've called him already. I guarantee you they have. When you're Alabama, that's the call you can make. That's right. If if Oklahoma, anywhere else really, Oklahoma, Texas, any of those places, you can't really call Kirby Nothing is far-fetched when it comes to Alabama. Nope. Nope. Uh, Lane Kiffin. Is he, you have him at number three? I would have Kirby ahead of him, but no, because I don't think Kirby will take it. So I have Kiffin at three. I think he would take it if they ask him. So Lane Kiffin is a betting favorite now that Dan Lanning is out. And that, to 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 be clear, that's 100% who I think is going to take it. But If they offer it to him. Now, that's the key. If they offer it to him, yeah. He's kind of a polarizing figure. He has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. at Mississippi as far as his demeanor and everything. I think he's done an excellent job. There. He has. He mm-hmm. has. And, he, and he's matured. He was too young when he was in those other jobs to handle yep. them. He's learned probably going and working for Saban for those couple of years taught yep. him a ton. He's got to be in the picture for sure. He has he to be, be nuts if he didn't take it. He has to be. Um, he is confident enough in himself to go take that no, and not be bothered. Good. Yep. <laughs> so I think the it's perfect. Is, the only thing is, you know, again, tough to take that job. The first guy after saving, he is arrogant he, enough to do it. He will not care about that. Yes, probably not. It's yep. just. He might really be happy where he is. You you never know. You never. They're know. building. They're building something good there. So right. Okay. Who's and a next? lot of people are automatically assuming that Saban's not there. Alabama's going to drop quite a bit. Now, that's maybe possible. They may drop for two or three years, but they ain't going to be gone very long. I'll tell you, because Alabama's never been very gone very long. You know they they went through some lean times. They did. Though. They did. So. Don't think it's impossible. That's what I always tell Oklahoma fans that yeah. aren't that aren't older fans. It's like, don't think it's impossible that OU could be irrelevant because I've well, seen, it. seen it. And I've seen Alabama be irrelevant. So yeah. don't it's think exactly you can just bring anybody in because you right. can't. It's exactly what we're saying. Yeah. Switzer left. Mm-hmm. We went through 10 years. 10 years. Five that were awful. Yep. Okay. Then Stoops leaves. And we're not what we were. We're we were dangerously close until this year. We got yeah. a little bit back into the relevant picture, but yeah. we still got a ways to go. Okay, who's number two on the list? We got to well, get going. Here. It's Sark. Sark, yeah, yeah. So the rumor is that what people in the know have said is is Nick Saban told Texas, "You better hire this guy." So. Whether you like Sark or not, he made a huge impression on Nick Saban. Yeah. Yeah. Can and he, he leave Texas? That to Texas? Yep. He, can he uh, leave? Can he I, leave? You know, I, I don't think he's a – I think he's a great offensive coach. I don't know about anything else. He has got at Texas higher than anyone else had done in a long mm-hmm. time. I have to give him credit for that. And I do think part of it is the Big 12 is weak. I think that's part of it. 
I think part of it is he knows how to play this game that we currently have. Yeah, to that play. could be. The recruiting is not going to drop off at Alabama under Sark. Nope. And I'm going to tell you something. We've seen Texas every year over the years, and we've been to that game a lot over the years. This season, when you looked out on the field, you said Texas has great players again. Yeah. And they really just haven't had those kind of guys. I'm not talking about one running back here or one lineman here. I'm talking about as a whole, they look better. They they look like a a team that could do what they did, go to the playoff. Yeah. So when you when you look at it, when you analyze all of it, now that Lanning is out of the picture, allegedly. Was Lanning (laughs) your number one? Huh? Was Lanning number one? Yeah, he was he was the number one. I didn't think he was number one, but everybody else did. Yeah. So obviously, I don't know whether Alabama reached out to him at all. We don't know that. That's just yeah. assumed. Uh, and, you know, a lot of this is just conjecture, but common sense tells you it's either going to be Sark or Kiffin if they want. Yeah. What, what, about Kay- what about Kalen DeBoer from uh, Washington? From Washington? Yeah. Yeah. It would have helped if he won the national championship. I still think it's interesting one. I think he would go, but he's he's kind of a is West he, Coast coach. Yeah, I, I so I, I don't know. Is a real dark horse. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go out and get somebody obscure though. No, he's. I been, don't think they can do that. He's been mentioned, Bill O'Brien. Um, I yeah. have I've seen that mentioned. I don't think he. I don't think I. I would say this: if Bill O'Brien gets hired at Alabama, their fans are going to riot. Yeah. The, yeah, I mean, their, their fans are going to go ape shit if they hire the offensive like coordinator. Uh, is he the offensive coordinator now? I think he is. I think he is now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think. I think he was. He was. He okay. I have trouble keeping up, but he goes. Yeah, they have a new one every year. I know. Well, and him, he he's always somewhere. I have trouble keeping up. Well, with him. he went to Penn State after Paterno. Yeah. Uh, after that. Yeah. And he yeah. did a good job. Then he went to Houston as the head oh, coach, Houston did. Texans. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's a big enough star. Uh, I don't no. think he's a big enough name. No. He's probably solid as a coach, but I don't think he's a big enough uh, name. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, like, James Franklin. heard that, that too. They're, they're going to go nuts if that's the guy. They're it, not. They can't. No, they're going to go nuts. And that's not, again, I'm just telling you what Alabama fans are going to do. I don't think they're going to go nuts for if they hire Dabo. I think they'll be happy, but I think there'll be a a portion of them that are going to be upset. But I think a portion of them is going to be upset with whoever they are. Fair. But all of them are going to be upset if James Franklin or Bill O'Brien are hired. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I agree. I agree. And that's, again, I'm not really knocking either one of those guys. Um, But, that they're going to go yeah. nuts. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of programs that have been great over the years, they do just promote an assistant when the mm-hmm. legend leaves. Yep. And it's been okay several times. Uh, at o- I just know Oklahoma better than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Bud Wilkinson, who started the Oklahoma dynasty, he was an assistant. Mm-hmm. And when he left, uh, they hired an assistant that didn't work. Mm-hmm. And they eventually got the right coach. And when he left, they hired Switzer. Yep. So they're about 50-50 on their giving it to the assistants. They've had some flops, but 
I don't think it's happening in Alabama because right now I can't tell you who any of their assistants are. And usually you can. Yeah. 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 I, I think, yeah, Lincoln Riley, somebody said that. I don't think that's going to happen. No. Um, it, it is kind of a weird time for them because, they, like I said, they've had so many, right? But mm-hmm. uh, a couple of others that I've heard mentioned, and we'll just laugh this one off, Deion Sanders. Uh, he's He is on the betting choices. In hell. Next. I think <laughs> if he would have went like 10 and 2, there would be a chance, but it's not going to be. Not gonna happen now, guys. They're not gonna hire a four and eight coach who didn't do shit after the first no. the season. They got worse. They ain't happening. It would be a total mutiny. He's, if- he's too out there. Yeah. Uh, another one I've heard, and I just don't get this, but this is one the last one that I've seen that we haven't touched on. Marcus Freeman from Notre Dame, and I'm I'm sitting here going, Marcus Freeman might get fired next year at Notre Dame. I, he's been very underwhelming, in my opinion. No, he, he's no. Marcus Freeman is that guy that everybody saw. He's great. He's great. He's great. And and you go, okay, well, maybe he is. And you watch the games. It's like, this. they're not any good. I'm sorry. And this year, right. Notre Dame, I think they should have been a hell of a lot better than what they were. So. Oh, I do too. I'm going to throw somebody. If you're going to throw somebody obscure out there, I, I the guy at Arizona. Yeah. He to would me, be very he's, good. he did the best job in the country this year. So I heard I heard somebody say uh, uh, the freaking, I can't think of his name, the K-State coach. I yeah. think if you gave uh, him I great think, players, he would be unbelievable. I think, okay, I think he's a great coach. I yeah. think he does a great job, but I think he's at a place where he needs to be. I think he's that kind of coach. He's he at just, like a place that fits. Yeah. Yeah. He can't. Yeah. How would he, this is, how do I say this? How, could he recruit those elite players when he's never done it? Yeah. No, he's, he's coached at places where you got to be, pretty creative and recruiting and and, and stuff like that uh so yeah i'm not sure now that listen drinkowich from missouri i I think alabama fans wouldn't like it i don't think it's crazy because missouri is really it's not easy to win as many as he won up there and he's kind of he kind of did what pinkle did when he first got there he got studs up there like it's he all is. in recruiting, and for whatever reason, Missouri's been very tough to get those elite players. He's got them, so that tells me he he knows about NIL. He yeah. can recruit. I actually think he'd be a good. I don't think good hire. Crazy. I don't think that's crazy at all, Gabe. I think it's be. I think it'd be a great hire, but I don't think the Alabama fans would think it would be a great hire. Does that make sense? Like what I said. Does oh, that no, he is. He's okay. Okay, Alabama lives in a bubble. Right. They probably don't even know what Missouri did. Right. And if they do, <laughs> they don't really care. Uh-uh. Like, they're not looking at how maybe you and I, maybe Gabe as well, look at it as like, damn, like, if you can go 11 and 2 at Missouri and you watch college football the last 30, 40 years, you're like, that's really good. Like, that is a really good, whether you like him or not, that is a really good job. He's doing yeah. something right. Everybody's got a brain knows that. And I, uh, I'm with Gabe, I mean, I thought about him, but I didn't take him serious because I just didn't think Bama would take him that serious. But I, if I had an open job, I would certainly look at him. I mean, he'd be I interesting. Think, the more I think about this, if Saban wants to be involved in the hiring, I think he will have a huge say in who they hire. Because he's not leaving because he had a bad season. He's not yeah. leaving because – Something controversial happened. No, they're going to respect what he says. Yeah, yeah, he's living. He's leaving on his own accord. 
Yeah. Which means he's still God in Alabama. Yeah. yeah. So you let him in on it if he wants to be. Yeah. So I, the last kind of thing on this will transition to the NFL because Dennis was asking about could a former NFL coach take the job? And I think the short answer is probably not. But the long answer is, well, maybe depending on who's out there. Um, I, like you look at the ones that got fired, like, I mean, no. I don't think they're going to hire those guys. Like Pete Carroll, I don't think, I think it's kind of past the Pete time. Carroll there. is too old. Yeah. So I don't, I just, you know, Mike Vrabel, I don't know. I think he'd probably do pretty good, but I don't think they'd hire him. But anyway, Ricky and I both, I was talking to Ricky Pasternak, uh, uh, who follows it big time as well. We both believe it, in the end it's going to be Lane Kiffin. I, I feel like you kind of think it might be Sark. And I, I would not be it's shocked. With I think it would be one of the two. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I another think... guy I almost threw out there mm -hmm. was Harbaugh. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that I tell you what, that's a good segue to the next thing we'll talk about because <laughs> it you know what, that's an interesting thing because it's I don't Harbaugh's not going to Alabama, but no, no. Michigan could come open. Yeah. And so then you're going to have Alabama and Michigan the same year come open, which would be crazy. Crazy. These are the jobs that are open. Now, Las Vegas, I'll read them. Atlanta, Carolina, L.A. Chargers, Tennessee, Las Vegas, Seattle, Washington, New England. Most people think Pierce is probably going to get that Las Vegas job because he did so well as an interim coach, but he hasn't officially gotten it. So, And why hasn't he? Right. And each, <laughs> each day that goes on, you're like, well, we'll see. Yeah. But these are the ones that are open. What let's talk about Harbaugh. It, it, I think everybody kind of feels like Harbaugh can pick whichever one, right? Yeah, which, probably out of these eight, which one's the best job? Oh, well, I read a, a deal that listed them. And at the time this was written, the new England thing wasn't one of the, there was just seven. Okay? I don't think new England's a very good job. No, I don't either. Simply because of, again, who are you replacing? Mm -hmm. The only difference is, Belichick's star has dimmed a little bit the last couple of years because they haven't been any good. So, mm -hmm. uh, and this is the order they listed them. And I've got several reasons or several, their explanations why. Mm -hmm. So let's just leave New England out of it for the moment because I, I think I might rank it as the worst. I, it's, oh, it's Carolina. Not, Carolina. Carolina's pretty bad. Yeah. A lot of people are ranking the Chargers job as the top one. I don't necessarily agree, but I don't think it's the worst. But I, Carolina's pretty bad. I think Washington's pretty bad, honestly. Well, um, okay. Now here's here's what here's here's what they're saying. Okay. Uh, so we'll start with the worst, and they had Carolina as the worst because what does Carolina have going for them? I mean, they've got. A rookie quarterback, but he didn't look very good. He didn't After look that, nothing. Really good. No. The overall talent of the team's not very good. And that's probably why he looked, yeah, below average. Yeah. The 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 overall tradition. It's a young franchise, but it hasn't done much. It had a couple of years there. Yeah. With what's his name, Can't and be. so it's kind of a dull type franchise. Mm -hmm. Franchise, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know how you breathe life into that. Mm -hmm. So I would pray, I would rank New England better than that. Yes. 
Yes. The thing with New England is they've won and they've won a lot and they know how, and the fan base is going to demand it. So you've got that. You've got that for them. But let's just, you know, when this was written and what, and it hadn't become official that, that Belichick was out. The next one is Tennessee. That's number six out of seven. Yeah, I would agree. Now, here's the thing with Tennessee. I, I kind of argue this one a little bit. They have $77 million in cap space. Yeah. Which means they can go out and get some players. They have the number seven pick in a division that I think is winnable. Yeah. Yeah. I think they made a dumb move firing the coach, but I think sometimes you just make that move because the guy's been there too long. It feels a little bit like, hey, we are going to start over. Let's just fully start over. Now, when yeah. you when you rank the franchises. Tennessee is pretty stable. Yep. And I would say that's a pretty good place to live, Nashville. Yep. They like to win, and they have one. This is a job that I think should be rated higher than Yep, probably. I think it's better than New England, honestly. The next they have on the list is the Raiders. And it's, it's basically because of how unstable that franchise has been. It's the ownership that would worry me. Yes. Yeah. They do need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They do have $55, $55 million in cap space. Yeah. They have the number 13 pick. Um, I think it's a plus that they're in Vegas. Yeah. As well. I mean, I wouldn't want to live there, but I think that gives them a little bit of pizzazz. It's hard for me to the, to take the Raiders as being open seriously. It just feels like, I mean, they played awfully well. I I, I shouldn't Pierce. Why have haven't that? they hired him though? I don't know, but shouldn't I? Don't know. I, to me, it's, it's been like, two weeks, right? We're going know, on two yeah, weeks. I know. Yeah, I know. With each day that, I mean, that tells you what they're interviewing other people. Yeah, I know. I know. And again, I, just, I would. I'm with you. They played great under him. Yeah. And they 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 didn't have to play great. They were out of it pretty much. Yep. And they played like the old Raiders. Yep. Yeah. And that's what they need to get back to. Yeah. The next one on the list is the Chargers. Uh, they have a roster full of talent, mm-hmm. but the problem is cap space. And how are they going to sign them all? And Eckler is probably going to go because he's a free agent. And there was one more of their good players. The other question is how good is Herbert? Yeah. How good is he? Has he been ruined? He's he's regressed. Can the right guy come in there and get him back to where it looked like he was he was going to be? Here's the thing I don't like about the Chargers. They don't have a home. Yeah, I don't. They don't have any fan base. I think the Chargers job is good on the surface, but I think. I don't know. It it it's just gone. It has. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. If they I would, may have, you know, they may have missed that window where they, they had those have. guys. They had they them locked have. up. Yep. And now it's like your quarterback's been beat to hell. You're going to lose some guys yep. to free agency. I don't know. And your second fiddle in a city that don't give a shit about the first fiddle. Pretty much. They don't care anything about the Rams. Your second really. fiddle to that? Not really. Yep. I wouldn't take that job, even though it does look good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take it because I, would. I, I just don't think anybody cares out there. Next is Atlanta, which you like. 
Uh, they have $38, $38 million in cap space, which is good. They're in a winnable division. You don't have to get much better to win that division. They have good offensive talent. They need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. Yep. But they have a number eight overall pick. They might be able to trade up with somebody. So more I think about it, that's a pretty good job. I think it's a good job. Yep. And that might be somewhere that Harbaugh might consider. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know how he would do in the South. I'm not sure about that, how he would play in the South. I don't know whether it matters with the NFL. Probably. I don't think it matters in the NFL. Yeah. No. Then you have Seattle at number two, which kind of surprised me a little bit. But the thing about Seattle is they have a winning culture there. They have, to me, that's the best job because it's not a total mess. No. The fan base is phenomenal. Phenomenal. They have a stable leadership. Yeah. They just need to kind of. They need a quarterback. They need to do one of two things. They, hell, I don't know. They're, they're in a weird spot because their roster is good, but it's not great. Right. And it's they're kind of just in that middle ground of well, they're nine and 18. Yeah. But how do you get there? Do you, do you have to rip it down and rebuild and come yeah. back up or can you add a few pieces and get there? Okay. I think it's a great job. I'm thinking it's, I think it's a really good job, but it, okay. they are, their roster is kind of in a weird spot is how I would describe it. You put a top flight quarterback with them. Yeah. Right. They would, they would be, the thing I don't like about Seattle is they're in there with the Niners. For sure. <laughs> and and, and top, flight, top flight quarterbacks, okay, sure, but like, how do you get one of those? Well, that's just it. And, <laughs> you know? and that's what they've got to figure out. Right. That's, their well, that's not easy to do. <laughs> no. Yeah. Personally, like you say, they got a lot of pluses. I don't yeah. think I'd want to live there, but that's oh, just I me. I would. I think that'd be great. Yeah. The number one job, according to this uh, thing, is Washington. And the reason is. Is the, the money. They have $86 million yeah. in cap space. So they also, basically they're they're basing this so they could totally revamp the team. Well, they have three of the top 40 picks. Yeah. Plus the number two overall. Yeah. It makes sense. So if you got the right guy in there which now if you got him in there you'd have to give to me you'd have to give him total control of personnel mm -hmm. this is where bill belichick would fit in yeah that'd be unreal don't think it's far-fetched the only thing is with hiring bill belichick he's old yeah he's he's getting old See, and that's that's the thing. There's a lot of Harbaugh talk, but Bill Belichick is out there now. Yeah, he's not going home. He's going somewhere. Yeah, um, I don't think he's going to retire. He's just the type to me that can't do anything else. Yep. So, where does he fit into the equation? I don't know. Yeah, Harbaugh would be good there. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, though, you look at Washington. Okay, you got to deal with the Eagles. You got to deal with the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. You got to get pretty dang good to beat those two teams. But, you know, if you get good, you can beat the Cowboys. Oh, true. And you can beat yeah. the Eagles. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And again, they don't have a quarterback. Yeah. You know, last year, they made a run. 
without a quarterback last year. I don't know what happened to him this year, but didn't play last half of the year. He wasn't good. If you ask me, none of these jobs are great. I don't think any of them are great. Um, I, I, I think the Seattle job's pretty good. And I, I, I'm kind of with you. I don't think the Tennessee job is bad. No, um, I love the Tennessee situation. They've been good. And, and, they just kind of, they kind of got in a rut too, where they just haven't had anybody to lead them quarterback wise. So a quarterback, and then Derrick Henry got old. Yeah, and uh, well, I like that their the leadership there is, is they're pretty they're pretty good. That franchise is solid. The fan base is mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, winnable division. Uh, but you look at these teams. Okay, you got Carolina. They're, they're, there's nothing to get excited about. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I mean, other people have come in there and tried to get a turnaround. I can't do it. So, but here's the deal. I agree. So some of these are bad. Some of them are average. I This was my last point on this before we move on to the picks. But Gabe said the Eagles job, it's iffy, I think. The Cowboys job, I think if they lose, he's out. Oh, and then so. the Pittsburgh situation. What? I mean, well, Tomlin's, I don't think they're going to fire him, but like he's kind of alluded to, like, yeah, I don't know about this. You know, I, I, may, I may hang it up for a little bit or, or just walk away. So, Eagles, Cowboys, Pittsburgh, those are like the prime time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that's why you're not seeing a lot of things happen Maybe. as far as hiring just yet. I don't think so. I don't think they'll fire the guy at Philadelphia. I don't think so either. It, but I'm telling you right now, the Cowboys, if they were to lose in the first round, I think McCarthy's has, has has Jerry Jones said anything about no, him? but I I just you know I think the expectation levels are high enough he will be out. But I'm not saying they're gonna lose in the first round either. We'll get to that in just a second. But I think you're not going to see anything until these teams start to lose in the first round of the playoffs. They're not going to fire Tomlin. They're uh, not going to fire him, but could he, he just say the hell with it? I Maybe. Would he go to another job? Maybe. See, could he just kind of want to change? I don't know. Would you see I, him somewhere else? I can't. <laughs> no, but only because he's been there so long. I like, know. I know. I'm sure he'd be fine somewhere else, but... He's doing something right. I don't know what it is, but oh, he's doing something right. I, it's unbelievable. They, and listen, they've left him for dead three years in a row now and left the Steelers for dead. And every time they re-rally, I was watching a show and they, were, they weren't being outlandish at all. They had three games left in the season. They're like, it's, it's crazy that Mike Tomlin's going to have a losing season this year for the first time in forever. And, the guy was like, well, what do you mean? This isn't over. And they read off the games, and it's like, and the guy was like, yeah, there's no way they're going to go 2-1. Yeah. and one. They, they won them all. They <laughs> it's just like, this is it's unbelievable. Except they lost to Arizona yeah. at home. Yes. And some other crappy team. Yep. And that's when we, that's when we were all burying them. Yep. They had their chance to, to make a run to the division even. Yep. They lost those two games, and everybody buried him. And the next thing you know, boom, 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 there they are. In every game, you watch them, and you said, this team is terrible. They are horrible. <laughs> and they win. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Even the last probably, game. Yeah. The last game, the Ravens said everybody. They're, I mean, they're. I mean, I'm not going to say the Ravens weren't trying, but they're 
they weren't playing very no. all out or anything like that. The Steelers barely beat them, but they beat them. That's the thing. That's you the know? thing, and that's yeah. what they do. And yeah. he's done that two or three years now. I know it's crazy. Nice it's same thing. And to, to me, it's like every year, the last three or four years, they're all, all over his eye. He's lost it and all this, and it's just like to me, I would, I would sit here and go, "This is getting old." Like yeah. it, he might, he, he might. might, yeah. Uh, and there's always a there's always a chance that now that you mention it. This is strange. Usually when you fire somebody, you got somebody in mind and you hire them really quick. Yeah. And they yeah. have it. Mm-mm. So there could be a chance that some of these franchises could lure somebody that's NFL coaching right now. Yes. I, I think money, money talks. I think the good franchises and the good head coaches that are prospects aren't doing shit until after this week. Yeah. Because they're just going to see, huh, if that Dallas job is open or Philly, maybe, or whoever, hmm, we'll see what happens. And I can't see Philly coming. Because the worst the worst thing would be is like, I'm going to go to the Chargers. And this is not an offense to the Chargers, but yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to say today I'm going to the Chargers who maybe it's an OK job. Maybe it's not, but it's debatable one way or the other, just how good it is. And then the next day. <laughs> something comes open where it's like, oh my God, that roster is set to go win. I don't have to do a whole lot to it, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. All right. Let's get to the picks. Let's get to the picks for today or for this weekend. Uh, a lot of talk about the coaching. To me, the coaching stuff's almost more fun to talk about than some of no, these I games. Think so. <laughs> we'll, I think so. We'll get to it. Okay. Let's start Saturday, though. I do think. I'll be on. I'm looking very much forward to this game. I think it's going to be an excellent football game. Cleveland and Houston kick off the playoffs 3:30 on Saturday. Cleveland a two and a half point favorite, despite being on the road. But I think the line's probably right. They probably should be the favorite. Mm-hmm. Who you got in Houston uh, to kick us off Saturday? Yeah, you're right. This is going to be a good one. It's a fascinating matchup. You got the Browns led by a guy who. Wasn't on a roster or anything else has come out of nowhere and maybe yep. top five quarterback in the league just the last six or seven games, however yep. many games he's played against the up and comer in Stroud at Texas. The game's in Texas. Um, Cleveland is tough. They've won 11 games. There aren't very many teams that have played. What have they played now? Five quarterbacks, I think. It's incredible. It's nuts. It's nuts. A team that's played five quarterbacks is in the playoffs. And the the one that that stuck is a guy that nobody even was thinking of. (laughs) He wasn't even in the league, like you said. And they lost their running back. Right. Yeah. He's one of the best players in the league. Yep. And who was their offense? Yep. It's incredible. incredible. What they've done. And they've kind of been under the radar a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't hear a lot of people talk about them. Not a ton. Uh, having having said all that, do what? They're starting to now. Yeah. yeah. Having said all that, give me the Texans plus two and a half. All right. You're going to take the Texans. I think they're going to beat them. I don't hate it. I went the other way, but that doesn't mean I hate your pick. <laughs> I, I kind of like it. And I, I kind of think... The only thing for me is I do think the Cleveland defense, it's a, it's a really, really good group. And I just think they might be able to contain the Texans enough, but yeah, I I think it's like watching Houston. I do too. They're exciting. 
Yeah. You know, we picked up on it like midseason. We're like, well, this NFL is just horrific to watch. Yeah. And then you go, oh, well, you know what? The Texans are kind of fun to watch. Yeah, they are. To be honest, the Browns, once they really got going, they've been pretty fascinating. Um, no, they, it's been excellent. Yep. Yep. <laughs> He's coaching yeah. the year in my book. A hundred percent. Yeah. All right. We're, you're going to take the Texans. I'm going to take the Browns uh, to kick us off here. Now we go to the chiefs and the dolphins. The chiefs are four and a half point favorites at home against the dolphins. Here's a couple of things to know. You look at the weather, it says oh. two degrees. It's going to feel like minus 10, 15, 20 degrees mm -hmm. at Arrowhead. Mm -hmm. I can't see where that's not going to play a huge factor in this game. Oh, there's no doubt. You got a Dolphins team that kind of has a reputation of not being too tough to begin with. Now they're a warm weather team coming. This is going to be frigid up there Saturday night. So, yeah. But the Chiefs covering anything is a struggle. What do you think is going to happen here? Yeah. When you get into weather like this, uh, here's the deal. We live in this area. We haven't had this weather. Mm -mm. So there's no way the Chiefs are used to it. It's been colder here than Miami, though. Exactly. Yeah. That's that is very fair. Yeah. But it ain't been 10 below. No. So no. it's going to affect the Chiefs as well. Yeah. It will definitely affect Miami more. Mm -hmm. Look at the total. The weather is affecting the totals. Totally. These are two teams that are known to score, right? And you got yep. 43 points. Well, the Chiefs really don't score anymore, though. Not like they used to. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, I would be tempted to take the under. I don't. I don't. If the if it's as bad, because the wind is going to be awful too. Mm -hmm. Last I heard was 20 mile an hour winds. Mm -hmm. We've been in Arrowhead when it's been not that cold. Yep. But it was like 10 degrees that night we were there, and it was a great game. So I didn't notice the temperature too much. But my feet were frozen when I got to, <laughs> to the yep. car. Yep. But uh, it's gonna. I, ugh, I would hate to sit sit out in that. But now you've you've skipped the whole story. You've missed the whole story. <laughs> Peacock. It's mm -hmm. this is all I'm hearing. In our area, people are throwing a fit. I if they can't watch the game. I don't know what show we set it on. It could have been. I can't remember. No, we said it Monday night during the national championship thing. The Chiefs, that's this is the worst franchise they could put on Peacock for the fan base because they, they have no idea what it is, how to get it. And then when they figure out they have to pay for it, they're not going to do it. I mean, there's yeah. going to, the, the Chiefs, the Chiefs fans, they're just not going to do it. I was, okay. I, I, I subbed at school yesterday. Mm -hmm. Three teachers. I'm so pissed off about this game. I said, it costs five dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah, to get the game, and you five ninety nine. Literally, just cancel it as soon as the game's over. Yeah, if you as don't soon want as it. it's over, you cancel it. <laughs> right? Yeah. But doesn't it just cost five ninety nine to get the damn network anyway? Right. It does. Yeah. Five ninety nine a month. <laughs> when you go to Starbucks three or four times a day, they've got a believe it or not. Yeah. In, in where, where the little town I teach, I sub in, they do have a nice coffee shop there. Yeah. And everybody goes to that and they're paying $5 for a cup of coffee yeah. and you can't pay five ninety nine to watch your beloved football team play. Right. Well, it's the principal thing. I'm not doing it. Well, then shut up. What I told you though, though, on the show Monday, I doubt the people that live in my neighborhood 
can do it. Probably not. I don't know that I can do it. But even but if it was free, I yeah, you can because you've watched games on Peacock before. This I is Peacock, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, anyway. but this is this is going to be bad for people. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: if I was a big time Chiefs fan, which a lot of these people aren't, I would, I would, I would know. I would have started on Monday. Well, trying to figure out how do I get this game, and I would have had it by now. It would have been that point. I, I talked to somebody yesterday. He goes, "Well, I guess I just won't watch it this week." Yeah. And I said, "Just download the Peacock app, app yeah. on, on your TV, or I'm sure it's probably already downloaded on there. Just go to your apps and." He looked at like he's like he looked at me like I had three heads. He's like an app. What? It's like oh my god. Well, I can't. I, you're not coming over here, okay? <laughs> it's not gonna happen. So, oh, it's so funny. It, it, so, you know, it's, I don't know. I may have a basement full of people. I don't know. I feel bad for some of these people. Anyway, back to the game. Uh, yeah, I've got to take the Chiefs. I don't know why. I don't like Miami. I don't like oh, the I, way they play. I um, think the Chiefs. I I hate my. I, I don't hate Miami, but I hate him as a football team. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't, I don't hate him either. But I hate the football team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just don't think they're very good. No, I'm not a Tua fan at all. No, and I just I can't pick them. At, I, I'm going to pick Kansas City to cover. That's the kiss of death for the Chiefs. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they win. I think they got the best draw they could get. I, I agree. Them than Buffalo, that's for sure. The best draw that they could get for the first round, for sure. For I don't think either the second round not so good if Buffalo comes through. I don't think you, either team are very good. I think the two teams that are playing before them are better than these two teams. Yeah, that's, they may be right. I don't think they're good at all. Yep. All right. Well, we're both taking the Chiefs, though, so we'll see what happens with that one. Um, let's go to Sunday's games. We'll kick it off. Steelers and the Bills. Big spread here. The Bills are 10-point favorites. Uh, look, I, I, we we're kind of just talking about the Steelers. Somehow they win these games. They get in these spots. They haven't really been competitive um, once they get to the playoffs. So that's the last couple of years, at least. Bills are hot. Do you think the Bills take care of them pretty easy? I think the, I think the line is fair. Don't you? Yeah. The way they're playing. Uh, I've been impressed with them. They have went, they've really gone on a roll and done what they had to do. And they won some tough games in some tough places. Is it, is it dumb for me to say if their quarterback just would stop being so dumb with some of his throws, they could probably make a big run, but you can't trust this guy anymore. No, they would have beat Miami like a drum. Yeah. He kept Miami in the game. Some of the dumb stuff he did. And well, hey, when they played Kansas City, he kept Kansas City in the game. He did. Yep. Yeah, and I don't know how you settle him down. I don't know how you rein him in. It's kind of the way he plays. And and I don't dislike the guy. I think he's given it everything he's got, but he's just not playing very well. So he could keep the Steelers in it. The Steelers are gonna have to have a lot of help. Yep. To win. You know, it's just how you feel about that 10. I will be shocked if the Bills don't win. Won't you? Yeah. I, I think the Bills are going to cover, too. I really do. I, well, if I, I was going to bet it, I would, too. I think at home, I think they'll cover as long as he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. They, may, about shut Josh Allen. Yeah. they may shut him out. They might. 
Uh, I could see it. I mean, that's the one thing. The Bills' defense has really been good during yeah. this run, you know, yeah. and they've had to be because the offense still is not anything great. So I will say this. I would not want to play Buffalo in these playoffs right now. No, not right now. And I think, like I said, if Josh Allen plays well, they're going to be a tough out. And yep. they're definitely going to be a tough out for the Steelers. Yeah, yep. so I, I think they'll cover. I, I give me the Bills as well. Yep. Uh, okay, this is a game that's getting a lot of talk. The Packers yep. and the Cowboys are next. Dallas is a seven-point favorite, total at 50 and a half. So you see a lot bigger total here. Big game for Dallas, big game for Mike McCarthy. Uh, I I kind of feel like the spread's about right. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a lot of talk because people think Green Bay's as good as they usually are, and they're not. They're so. not. No, I just I can't see Green Bay going down there and beating them. I really can't. I, I, I can't. My my father-in-law thinks thinks yeah, that's gonna happen. If Green Bay's gonna beat it, I'm just like I just can't. I can't it's, get there. Okay. If Green Bay beats them, it's because Dak Prescott chokes. Would you say that? Would yeah, you go? There? Yeah. I. In this game, it just feels like Dallas is the better team. And they've played great at home. Yeah. I I give Green Bay a lot of credit. I had them buried. I didn't think they'd be in the playoffs, and they are. Mm-hmm. So you got to give them credit. I do think the quarterback, who we kind of maligned early in the year, I think he has some hope. He's played better second he half has, of the year. He's not bad. Yeah. Uh, they're not good enough to go into Dallas and beat them if Dallas shows up. And doesn't choke. It's gonna. It ain't gonna be the coach. That's not the reason they lose. They have a tremendous talent advantage, and they'll have to help Green Bay. Prescott will have to fumble the ball. They'll have to. Some crazy stuff's gonna have to happen for them. Yes. To Green yep. Bay is not gonna be able to line up and beat them without some help. Yep. So I'm gonna go with Dallas to cover. Yep. I think Dallas covers as well. I'm with you on that one. All right. This one I'm back and forth on Rams mm-hmm. and the Lions in this game here. The Lions are three point favorites, 51 and a half. total. Rams have played pretty well the last couple of weeks, two, three weeks. Lions kind of have two, though. Yeah. Uh, who do you like in this one? Yeah, this is an interesting game. Uh, I think the Rams are very well coached. Uh, I think they're at full strength, mm-hmm. you know, which means a lot. Uh, they've got two excellent receivers. If Stafford plays well, why can't they win? A lot of pressure on Detroit. You know, they they, they haven't been in this situation. They've had a great year. Yeah. Are they going to be satisfied with that? You know, how much more do they want? Yeah. I think the spread's about right. I think you have to, to think Detroit's going to win. But something tells me they're not. <laughs> I'm going to take the Rams. I keep coming back to that same thing. You know, like, like people tell me, I think green Bay are They're going to win. I'm like, ah, I don't think so. But I keep coming back. I kind of think the Rams are at least going to cover this. I it's going to be an upset somewhere. I feel like right here's where it's going to be. I, I really do. I, I think the Rams win, win the game. I really do. I think they're going to go in there and beat them. This would be my number one pick for an upset. Yeah. I, you know, the Rams haven't really been great, but I just call me, I, I just don't trust the Lions. And I think, you know, I've seen them play teams that weren't all that great and and it gets close. I, I just think the Rams 
will cover. I don't know if they'll win. I think it'll be a really tight game. Well, weren't they three and six at one time? The Rams. Yeah, I mean they they were kind of left for that a little maybe. bit too. Yeah. Well, if they, say they were three and five, and I think kind of think they were three and six. They won seven out of their last. Yeah. Eight games. Yeah. So that's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do in the NFL. Yep. Yep. I so, think. I think they'll. Well. I think they'll play them close for they sure. They ain't afraid of them. I'll tell you that. No. Uh, final game Monday night: the Eagles and Tampa Bay. I was really dreading uh, Tampa Bay all day Sunday. I thought for sure they were going to blow that division, but they do get the division. They make the playoffs. They get the home game. So you got Tampa Bay, who, who finished pretty hot before the last two games against the Eagles, who have not been good. Period. No. The last what six, seven weeks, even. Yeah. E- Eagles are still a three-point favorite here. I think this is this is a toss-up. What do you think? The Eagles have lost five out of six. Yep. And it's not because of the offense. It's because of the defense. I can't stop anybody. But what is Tampa Bay's offense? That's the problem. I don't think Tampa Bay. (laughs) If you watched Tampa last week, oh, it was rough. Well, the week before was awful. Well, that goes without saying. Here's what I don't get. Tampa went on about a five week period, even I would even say six weeks where their offense was fantastic. Yeah. And it's like, maybe they've kind of turned the corner and then they went right back to how they looked at the beginning of the year. I do like their matchup for their offense here to kind of get back going, but I don't think they can fully take advantage of it. I don't either. And that's why I can't pick them. This yeah. will be my second choice for an upset though, mm-hmm. because in the NFL, it matters how you're playing coming into these playoffs. Yeah. It matters. Yeah. And the Eagles have got to be doubting themselves. Mm-hmm. They've not been losing to just superstar teams. The Giants beat them. The Cardinals beat them. Yeah. And the only game they've won in the last six, they beat the Giants, but barely at home. Yep. They lost to the Cardinals at home. Yep. They're trending in the wrong direction. And that's not good when you come in. The, you can't just flip the light switch off and you suddenly start playing great defense. Yep. I don't like a team coming into the playoffs that defense that defensively is not playing well. Uh, yep. I, I feel I feel like though it, if the Bucks would have played sharp the last yeah. two weeks like they did the for the last year or four before those, yeah. I'd feel pretty confident they'd beat them. Well, they I think they won four in a row, didn't they? Yeah, and they they, they beat three. they beat pretty decent teams during that well, run. They won three in a row, mm-hmm. and then they lost to because we said on our show a few weeks ago they. If they won the rest of them, they went in the season on a five-game winning streak. Yeah, I'm just going to pull it up here. So, yeah, uh, yeah. so they they won uh, four in a row. They beat the Panthers, who are bad. They they went on the road, beat the Falcons, on the road, beat the Packers, and then killed the Jaguars. And then the losses there, or the loss to the Saints, where they played awful, and then the awful win against the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no such thing as a bad win. No. No. <laughs> but it still wasn't a good one. Um, yeah, I think New Orleans is the best team in the division. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Yep. They didn't really beat anybody. Uh, but you go back up through that schedule, there's a couple of games they let get away. Yeah. And they've got a chance because they're at home and the Eagles are really, really struggling. 
So, yeah, you, you talk about the, the Tampa Bay, this Texans game, they totally blew it. They had that game one, and they let yeah. Stroud have That's a great a drive. The Bills game, if Godwin just turns around and looks for the ball, they actually yep. would have won that game. That was really the Hail well Mary game where the ball dropped right at his feet, and all he had to do was put his hands up. He would have caught it. Yeah. Uh, some of these other ones, I mean, the Falcons, that's a terrible loss. You know, yep. the Lions, that's not a terrible loss. Here was the matchup when they played the Eagles the first time, but the two teams were very different then than they are now. Yeah. Yep. That being said, I'm taking the Eagles. I am too. I just – I can't take – the Bucks. I've seen them play too much. That's and that's my problem. I've watched the Bucks extensively play games, and they're not they're not very good. No, I think yeah. they've I think they've done a lot to make the playoffs. I, yeah, exactly, exactly right. And I think I think they did get on a nice little run, but I think at the end of the day, they're very average. And I think they, the Eagles are very average with a better offense. Yeah. Well, you look at their record, nine and eight. If they played in another division, they wouldn't be that. They no. would do that. So you got to look at that. The Eagles played in a good division, played a very good schedule. Yeah. The problem with the Eagles is they lost two games in the, out of the last three or four to the Cardinals and the New York Giants. And that well, a- the Cardinals situation, they were a lot better when Murray got back. And they were. I feel like if Murray would have played the whole season, the Cardinals had a real coach this year. Yeah. They may have been. I don't know if a playoff team, but they would have been a tricky team to beat. Yeah. Now the Giants, that's you can't. Well, no. they got slaughtered. I know you can't. That was awful. Yeah, and that's awful. not good. Yeah, that's a game you had to win. Yep. Yep. And to go up there and just lay a total egg, and the offense was awful too. Horrible. And oh, the other thing is too, Hurts is banged up. Mm-hmm. How? Got that bad finger on his throwing hand. I think it's on his throwing hand. And, and again, the, every negative for the Eagles, I can counter a negative with Tampa oh, I, because guess who else is hurt? Yeah. Baker. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that the media just never seems to realize. Yeah. Yeah. There's kind of a reason why he hasn't played real good the last two weeks. He's it's hurt. A, it's a hundred percent. He was limping off the field. He's got hurt ribs. I mean, he's yeah. hurt. So. Yeah. And a lot of these panty waists wouldn't even play. <laughs> yeah. Well, as, as to Sean Watson. Yeah, However, though, Deshaun sitting out ended up being eventually the best thing ever for the Browns because the yeah, Browns yeah. have quarterback play for the first time in forever. Yeah. <laughs> and here you got this guy making all this money just sitting yeah. on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look, you didn't need a superstar quarterback. You just needed somebody that could make a play every once in a while. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> That well, is all right. Kind of, isn't that well, ironic? Isn't that ironic though? It's about the it's Browns? insane. <laughs> it really and when is. and forget about I like to rip on Deshaun yeah. only because the contract is just insane. But insane. all the quarter the, all the quarterbacks, not just Baker, but I mean Johnny Manziel, and you go all back to like Tim Couch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they went through like dozens, and then Joe Flacco out of retirement. <laughs> It's like, holy cow, this is unbelievable. Uh, I read somewhere how many quarterbacks, that, starting quarterbacks they've had in the last few years. I can't remember what it was. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it, it's incredible. And they found success at, at the highest level they've had in a while with this. With, with, But you know what? Joe Flacco at one time was pretty good. But yeah, I mean, he, he, was. Was, 
so old. So you <laughs> <laughs> and hadn't done anything in five years. Well, and that's just it. He really hadn't been very good for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. what you was when was it? Uh tennis uh was it last year Tennessee signed Adrian Peterson and he hadn't played in like a year and he played that game. <laughs> yeah, I think it was two years ago. Two years ago. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. signed him. He'd been out for a year, hadn't been in training camp or anything. Came yeah. to came to camp and played <laughs> the very next week. So JL says he's got a 200 to one ticket for a Browns Lions Super Bowl. <laughs> That's a probably priced about right. <laughs> System QBs are great, aren't they? Boy, there's a lot of them out there. And when it <laughs> when it does work out, it, it is a beautiful thing. <laughs> and I think Niner Gain could probably comment uh his quarterback definitely is benefiting from the players around him in the oh, system for sure. That's true. But he does make some throws though. Look, the bottom line is, you know, speaking to Niner game, we're not gonna talk about him this week, but next week we'll start talking about them. To me, they're overwhelming favorites. Uh, oh, them in no Denver, or excuse me, them in the Ravens. Them in the Ravens, obviously. Yeah, but, I, and I would like to get behind the Ravens, but I can't. So, I, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, it looks like the best. The AFC doesn't look very strong to me. If really, it's not, if it's not take, the Ravens, I don't know who it is out of the AFC. You I mean, take the Forty ers out. Who is any good? I mean, it's pretty mediocre. It's if you follow the NFL, it's felt like for about five weeks that it's going to be Niners Ravens. So yeah. we'll see if it actually comes comes to fruition. But I mean, that's what you kind of feel like. It's think what it's been pointing the to. They've been the most consistent. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that'll do it. We're gonna get off of here now. We've we've went long enough, so we've covered, I think, everything we need to cover. Uh, it's it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens. And the thing about it is, Niners and uh, Ravens, yeah, they seem like heavy favorites. If one of them lose or both of them lose, you could draw them out of a hat. You sure can. So we will see what happens. All right, F food is here. I haven't ate yet, so it's time All right. to leave. Better get out of here. All right, guys. We're going to get out of here for today. Uh, we'll be back later today with uh, uh, Blinkers Off and also the Magic Mike Show as well. So afternoon slash night. Still a busy one ahead of, ahead of it for us. So, all right, guys, we're going to get off here now. Thanks, everybody, for watching this. We'll see what happens this weekend. It's going to be fun. And, um, yeah, everybody have a good rest of your day, and we'll see you soon. Like this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman. And it's Bob the Coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.